Welcome back to another episode of Talks Against the Grain, where we have your two hosts, Jeftin and Trutha. What's up, Trutha? What's going on, man? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm over here chilling, ready to get to it. We got an exciting, exciting episode today. Yes, sir. CHH. Yes. Coming for you. We (laughs) (laughs) coming. That means we coming for you then, man. (laughs) True. Ah. Hey, man, I'm a rapper that's a Christian, man. I ain't. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> right. I'm just the Christian that's, that happens to rap, though. Man. <laughs> man, so look, let's talk about it on today's show of Talks Against the Grain. So first topic at hand, we're going to talk about our top five CHH artists. And I'm going to go ahead and kick us off because... I, me and Truth <laughs> talked a little bit prior to this episode, and I want to hear his. So I'm gonna kick mine's off. Mine is almost like a given. Uh, Truth already knows probably half of what's on my top five. So I'm just go out here. My first one is Bizzle. Okay. Right now, 2020, that Bizzle, that Messenger Four album is my favorite album still. Um, Joppa sort of. I think that's how you pronounce it. I think that's getting up there. Um, but as far as just albums, which I love so dearly, I mean, I, I'm definitely a hits man, a songs man, but right now, as far as albums, that messenger four is still just trending super high on my top, just my top list in 2020. My second favorite artist D one. I know he's come out with some D so D so (laughs) music the last few years here. Um, I think he, I think he, he's still going strong and there is a certain relationship. There was a certain, um, you know, like rapport that I felt like we built when you, that fans built when they go and see these people in concerts. And if you know anything about D1's concerts, I mean, he keeps them at a right size to where it's super personal. Um, You get to take pictures. I mean, he's got the whole VIP going on and it's not so mainstream to the point where it's always where you got to feel like you got to fight to see the artist. And so he keeps it super 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 focused on fan fans and his fan base and i think that's why and just his music his top like a lot of his old mixtapes back on soundcloud i mean like david uh just just too many songs uh you know it's just too many just hits from past time that i can't forget about that i know a lot of us sometimes recency bias can creep in but (laughs) once you go back to through his discography his discography. Um, you'll see, man, he's got some hits. He's got some hits. Um, that's second on my list. Third on my list. This may come as a shocker to many because he's super underground, but Shywan. Quick Strike 2 is by far one man. of my favorite albums. I just let it ride. I, I mean, this dude, <laughs> at first, he wasn't even showing his face, or maybe I just never seen his face, but the dude was like super anonymous. But he just kept spitting facts and truth. And, you know, I think that, you know, he 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 comes clean when he needs to. And his newest um, his newest album, he had some hits on there that I liked. But I, I, 
I, and I think it was because of where he was at in his life. I think he just found a woman. You know how that your music changed when you got a woman on your <laughs> side. So he was making sort of some music directed towards her. But once he gets settled in, I'm going to be waiting for another clean. He's making beats right now. He's doing a lot of like short film type of things. And, you know, he asked his fan base what what they want to hear. I'm like, man, we want... We want the old shy wine, man. I love the short films. I love the like animated films. I love the, you know, I love what's happening in your life. But man, I want Quick Strike 2 again. <laughs> so um, that's third on my list. Fourth on my list, no big deal. Mm. Uh, I hope I'm pronouncing that name right. No, no big deal. Um, what is it? The lowercase tape? Just mm. that is masterpiece. Um, and just obviously his old stuff, all the stuff he's featured in. I mean, that dude is just gifted. Um, what is the before lowercase tape was colossal or something like that? Uh, I know colossal uh, was a song on his album. I don't know if that was the name of it. Solar, 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 solar. Just crazy stuff. And just even to see him come out with his numbers and stuff, you know, I'm not the only one listening to that dude. <laughs> a lot of good stuff on on his um on on his on his discography. Um, that's fourth on my list. And then fifth, I would be ashamed if I didn't put your boy on there. Truth, truth to be, you know, anything about this, bro. Truth to hey. be, um, that's what I call him. You all know him as truth, but truth to be, uh, had to crack the top five, uh, because of the many memories we have dating all the <laughs> way back to what, 2015 or so. So got to put truth to be on there. Twelve, And just to see your... <laughs> Your evolution too is is uh quite amazing too. I get to see you know uh, your producing side, your lyrical side. I get to see all of that, and definitely you've evolved and um, should be on people's radar. So if you haven't heard of this dude, please go check him out on man, Spotify. Follow me at Truth the Raps, man. Check me out, dog. I appreciate that. <laughs> I can't even lie. You threw me off guard, man. Because I'm finna, I'm over here trying to set up my game plan for going at your. Top five, man. I'm gonna have to come in myself, man. <laughs> That's dirty, bro. I feel like you did that. What so you think about so my hard. top five, man? Okay, so well, let me let me give my top five and explain where your top five comes short. But like I said, you made your concessions, man. You came up with a couple concessions. So I'm gonna go a little bit easy on you because you threw me on there, and I'm gonna go easy on you because you personalized some of these. So I can't, I can't knock it. But so I'm gonna, t- I'm gonna show you. Mine is top five, not in order. So I don't know the exact order of it, but if I, if you put me to the fire, I can give the order. But so the first person that's on my top five that we both agree with is Bizzle. I mean, Bizzle just consistent and. He's consistent in his lane, and he's been able to really build up a really dope following and a really dope group in God Over Money. But yeah, you are, you right on the money. He continues to drop heat. It's real introspective. It's real. Man, I still can't get over the song he dropped where, like, he was just talking about, like, you know, road rage and, like, allowing yourself, you know, to get in your feelings and all that stuff. And, like, how just one bad decision, one bad, like, man. That song was crazy. And the visual of like him going into like if he had actually reacted to his anger, if he actually had acted on that anger, how it could have led to just this crazy chain effect and how all the different scenarios would play out. Like that video was just like to me that it got like under discussed 
I feel like it went way under the radar how like powerful of a song that was. And I don't feel like Bizzle gets nearly the level of his flowers that he should get. So we finna give it right here. So both of us agree on that. An artist, another artist that I feel like I almost forgot about, but he just released. And I'm like, no, we got to, he has to be on the top five because he's just way too good. And that's Andy Minio. I had to throw Andy Minio on the list because he, he puts out, he just simply puts out the highest quality of music just about every time he drops. It's always the highest quality. It's always the most creative. It's always innovative. It's never the same sound that you hear everybody else doing. He always finds a way to like to like add to his bag and and pull from like that creativity that God has given him. But man, it's always different. And I feel like not enough people yes. do what he does creatively. And so I had to throw Andy on there. I got KB on the list. I be I have to throw KB on there because KB for the last two years, arguably, if I had, like I said, if I had to number these, KB is at the number one spot. If I'm being honest, like it's hard, it's hard for me to find a <laughs> rapper that raps that consistently puts out songs at the quality level that he puts them out, but then also just great fire and just able to flow in a different cadences and it's modern music so he's not like putting out like just a dated sound it's like modern it's really got all of the modern influences and man he's really carving out a, a niche in trap worship like really doing it in a way that's like it might be more contemporary for some but it's crazy man it's dope the only the only person that's been really able to pull that off and he doesn't even come from the chh community and that was chance the rapper of putting christian songs on multiple songs that and people really vibe with it but kb was able to do it really well and i feel like he had like several good songs and even before his project he had like bangers like he had hold me back he had no chains i mean just over the last few years and then even the album before was crazy so kb if i have to number it he's number one we both so number so the next person we both agree with, and that's no big deal. I was, I was hoping. I just, I just knew you weren't gonna put no big, big deal on this. So I was gonna light you up, but once, once I heard you say no big deal, I was like, okay, this list is respectful. <laughs> this is a respectful yeah. list. So we both agree on no big deal, and for the same reasons, I don't, I don't even have to go into. He just dope, and he just, he's just cold. He's lyrical, but. He can do it all pretty much. Like he can really go into his lyrical bag where he really can write up some crazy verses, but then he can kind of go into his more like mixtape type of feel like that. He give you that early Lil Wayne type of vibes and he's nothing like Lil Wayne, but he give you that type of energy. The way he approached that mm-hmm. lowercase tape, it really kind of brought you back to that time, that mixtape era, which was fire. I mean, they went crazy. Mm-hmm. They like Him, all the features he had, just a, just a good project. Number five, and this is the guy that I'm throwing in there because I feel like he consistently goes under the radar, and I felt like his latest project completely went under the radar, and I was actually disappointed that more people didn't give this album spin because it's a it's a crazy good album. Production is like just out, it's just fire, and that's John Keith. I feel like complete people mm. completely underrate John Keith, and it's it's kind of like. I thought after Olympus, whatever he released to follow that would just really take off. And I don't feel like it did to the extent that it should have. And 
I don't know what it was. I feel like the marketing and everything was there, but I don't know. I just don't know if it was because of the pandemic throwing things off as far as people's listening. But that go, I, I, whoever was watching this, I I ask that you go back and listen to Anti Hero from start to finish. Just li- just let that play out, and and whether it be in the whip. Whether it be in your janky Beats by Dre or whatever the heck you listen to music in, go and play that and tell me that album doesn't bang and it doesn't have like a level of depth to it. So that's my top five. And what I'm going to challenge in your top five, and I'm going to pass it to you, is D1 has been releasing music still. But if I'm going to be honest, man, like the it's not that the project with MERS was bad music per se, but man. I just feel like D1 on that project was a like mad caricature of a, like Christian rapper. He just, I don't know, D1 mayor, and I, I don't want to diss him because I may run into him. He's a, he's a great dude. He was he was for the longest, probably up to 2018, my favorite rapper. Like his album was the, still my favorite, one of my favorite albums that, uh, you know, in a Christian space that he had released where he had all the different skits and stuff. But man, I feel like he fell into a weird, corny type of lane now where like, I don't enjoy listening to him nearly as much. He kind of got corny to me over time, which in hip hop, I just feel like that just ain't the vibe. And like that, I'm the rapper, you know, I'm the Christian and I'm the with the MERS, whatever. What it was like the, the bogus quality out artwork. Like I just couldn't vibe with it. And then his album wasn't that great either. It had like some decent singles where he had that. I know God got a plan for me. I like that song. But, like, man, some of them other songs on that project was not that good <laughs> to me. Like, it was just, eh, it was just, like, it felt like. That God and felt, Girls, that was in 2019? God and Girls, yep. It just felt yeah, dated. That, it felt like it. Mm-hmm. Well, if you listen to a lot of that stuff, I actually think th- these, oh, no, yeah. Yeah, no, that wasn't a good. That wasn't. Yeah, he had a yeah, few songs on there, like like God got a. You know, I know God. Is he had hits song. on there. Yeah, and then I like the song where he was like uh, talking about like dark the darkness and stuff like that. That song was fire. Like that was, I forgot what the song was called, but like he has some decent singles. But then when I actually went to the project itself, I'm like, oh man, the singles is all that's good. <laughs> Yeah, that album wasn't his best. It wasn't. It wasn't Slingshot David. You heard that album? That's the album that I was it definitely was. That's what Slingshot. put him at the top. Like I wouldn't even. This wouldn't even be a debate for me of him being in the top five if I was just going off for twenty seventeen. But yeah, he had a huge. To me, I don't know what it. I don't know what it is. It's just something. Like I feel like, I feel like he needs to kind of adapt more. Like I don't want him to make music just that's just trendy. But because I know that you know he talked yeah. about making timeless music and some of the mixtapes, them um, David, you know David and Goliath mixtapes and whatnot, those joints are timeless. Like he did a he did like this yes. little test where he just dropped all songs that were old that weren't out on Spotify and he put it all on a project. And a lot of people didn't even know that those were old songs. But I'm like, you know, yeah. those are your best songs. Those are timeless. But you got to keep releasing timeless music, but you got to start to bring in some new age elements. You can't just keep rapping on the same type of sounds. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I feel like I I'm being overly agree. critical, but some of the he I don't 
the reason and and but neither of us had Lecrae, and it's not a slight to Lecrae in it, but like you know, th- there is like we are hitting a new age as far as music and sounding sounds, and Lecrae keeps up with the sound. Like he didn't release a bad like Restoration wasn't a bad album by any means. It actually had good storytelling, but it just wasn't. It didn't make me want to pull him over the top. It just felt like there was an aspect of it that just felt like maybe I've been there and done that with Lecrae. And maybe that's the case for D1, too, where it's just like, yeah, man, like, I probably got the most out of you as far as, like, what I would enjoy. Well, certain people have their 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 primes. And, and you know, and then a lot of people have, like, even if their album isn't the greatest, you could see that they have room to grow and then what and you can potentially see what they're going to evolve into. Like when mm-hmm. No Big Deal came out, it was like, all right. Yeah, I could tell that you maybe the production isn't all the way there the way it probably could be, like as far as equipment, things of that nature. But the man is gifted and he will blow up. And, and, just, right. and like you have those thoughts for a lot of different artists as well. Um, I mean, there was a guy he actually was on. Um, and I don't even know if he considers himself a, a Christian artist anymore, but. He was on No Big Deal's uh, lowercase tape that I'm just still banging. Uh, well, let me see his name. Caleb Mitchell. Is he even a Christian artist anymore? He's a Christian artist, but he's not in like this. He probably wouldn't be in the Christian hip hop category like that. But I don't think he is like completely like separated, though. Like he still does music with Christian artists and his music isn't like explicit. I see. Okay. Well, good stuff. Like, but but just people like him, man. Just artists with super high potential levels, and right. you could just see them growing. I think D one hit a hit a hit not hit a wall, but it's just the way his music is and the way music has evolved over time. Right. You know what I mean? Exactly. And so I think he should go back to straight story mode, which builds his albums out. Um, I think that's what's best for D1 because lyrically he could put some stuff together. He may not be the greatest, but he could put some stuff together, but he's oh, more yeah. of like a storytelling mode um, kind of guy. And that Slingshot David was just master, master level um, album making. So yeah, yeah D1, he he must evolve with time. He mu- and, and then here's another thing. I don't really see D1 featured with a lot of these younger dudes. Do you? That's another thing that's hurting him is he, I feel like, I mean, and I understand it's a lot of crazy stuff that goes on in like Christian hip hop in the community. So like I understand not being really as connected to stuff. Like I'm sure that that's plays a factor, but like, yeah, man, he that's the other thing is I feel like being able to collaborate with the artist now and being able to kind of really build up those kind of connections. I feel like that's lacking and it reflects in kind of how he approaches a lot of music. I mean like you don't gotta like i feel like you can have a sound and and evolve your sound in a way that like allows it to be relevant but now i want to ask you not to harp too much on d1 but like what do you think about like some of my selections in my list that was the only one i didn't like in yours shawan is a personal choice of yours and i'm not gonna trip about me i could have i should have went at me being in it but what do you think about mine You had, in no particular order, you had John Keith, you had Bizzle, you had No Big Deal, and then you put KB, which you mentioned could be your number one. KB is a solid choice. Um, I feel like he's just, just, he's super, 
I don't know. His rapping style is cool to me, but I could I could put Flame up there with KB. Really, for me personally, I could put Flame up what? there with him because KB just makes like straight hitters. He they just, are similar though. You know, it's just like. Yeah, they're super similar, and I, I I would honestly probably choose Flame over um, KB. But even though Flame tweaked a bit with his last, like I don't know what his <laughs> Luther album or whatever it was called. Oh, that's like, that's when he, on his Luther. He, I think he changed. Yeah, he became Luther. <laughs> I forgot I about I, that. I slowed down from listening to that man because of that. I don't know what that was. Hilarious. What yeah. is that Luther? Nah. I tried to look it up. What is that? Well, he became Lutheran. I don't know. Yeah, but it wasn't like his whole theology like was just that whole album was about some weird reformed theology that wasn't like hidden on nothing. Like that's why I'm looking like I I, I ain't gonna talk about the man. Yeah, this ain't about yeah, this ain't about him. But it's like y'all can't put him in the same category as no freaking KB man. KB is on another level now. Okay, KB. I don't think. Okay, this because I'm sleeping on yeah, his. Go ahead. KB had he's a hits man for me. Now he had an album, His Glory Alone. I probably should listen to that because see, I that, have that, not listened to that's it. That's the thing. That's the album that I mean. He was. I would have had him close to number one without the album because those singles and his last album were crazy. That album is really good, but if you're not into like those CCM songs, like if you're not into the My God of Angel Army type stuff and flipped he into hip hop, if you're not into that, then you're not going to see it the way that I see it. But if you like that type of stuff, which in some respects I do, then yeah, you're going to really vibe with it because it, it's a lot of that. It, on it's there. just too like, like, okay, so then we go back to 2017, which today we rebel, which fire to me, but that's great album. It's like, the he makes seasonal albums for me. They don't stand the test of time. Like mm, they're just straight yeah. hitters. And I don't, I That's don't like albums that are super aggressive like that. Where and it's not that he's a, It's just his. It's it's like his rapping style almost. Like in his beat selections, they're just super, um, like aggressive. It's not like trap or like it's just it's just a interesting take. But I don't think that style of albums last over time for me. Like Flame, none right. of his albums stand. They don't stand the test of time for me because they're just they're just that way. And so I don't point. know. KB, KB is I, he doesn't he would crack my top ten. He would. But let, let but here's my, my issue with the, here's the my issue with that point, and this is where I push back. We're not talking about top five of all time. We're talking about top five currently. And so if you currently <laughs> that's that was my issue with D one because I feel like currently. <laughs> He's getting a lot of credit for the past, but if you just go out for the Murs album collab with Murs or like just the uh, God and Girls, I don't know that he, I ain't trying to come at my man's, but I don't know if he's been as relevant as he think he has been as far as like the CHH space making relevant music and, and in general. And that's one of the that's one of the things that like took him off because he's he's probably in my if I'm doing currently he might be in my top fifteen currently. And yeah, that's being generous, but if we talking currently, 18? man, it's, it's a lot of rappers, man. I, it, I was looking at a list of like where artists in the space stand as far as streaming, and like, man, it was like a hundred artists. I'm like, I didn't even realize I knew this many artists in the space. But mm-hmm. I'm a, real quick because we got a we got a couple more topics to talk about. 
I want to go into an artist, my um dark horse artist that I almost threw in my top five. Paris Careers was my dark horse because he, as far as like just making songs that just bang and just uh, one of the top projects of 2020, Paris Careers definitely was in that conversation along with like Eshawn Burgundy. Um, it was a lot of people. One day it was in consideration because she just drops nothing but fire. And like I wanted some uh, women representation in my top five. But so she's like right there on the cusp as well. <laughs> right. So probably I anticipate in 2021 she will be in my top five. But that's just out of respect for her grind. Jackie Hill Perry used to be in my top five, but since we're talking currently, yes, she hasn't put out much. I don't even know if she's even planning on rapping, but yeah, those those are some of my dark horse artists. Those Paris Careers and One Day. Good selections. Um, you're right about Jackie, man. If Jackie came back, she would easily come back and slaughter. Easily, but I, you know, I watch, I follow her on Instagram. She's having little babies here and there, so bless <laughs> her, bless her and Preston. Children are blessed. Uh, good people. Oh yeah, follow those people on YouTube, Instagram, all of that. They cool. I like them. But uh, Dark Horse, I may not agree with everything he does, but man, when it comes to music, that's a whole different story. Benjamin Broadway, have you ever listened to his music? Oh no, I haven't heard him. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! So like you, so I've heard of him. I don't know where it might be from you, to be honest. But yeah, that's a dark horse, dark horse, man. You gotta come. He's in the dark completely. Hey, shout out to uh, shout out to Benjamin, man. But you gotta give me some. (laughs) I need something more tangible. He calls himself the trap, uh, the trap gospel artist or something like. He be like the trap artist. You know, he's all about that. He's super hard, super tough, super street like. <laughs> um, and that's why I say, like, I may not agree with like his current lifestyle now, but I think he's fighting. I think he's striving. And um, just when it comes to music, though, man, that okay. he doesn't cuss in his stuff either. Like he is a Christian artist, but just, you know, eh, he's had some questionable lyrics like <laughs> and I listen to his music faithfully so I could talk to this. He got one lyric on there that talks about, uh, but last night I was up in the club. I w- I'm with the killers and trappers. I'm with the gangsters and thugs. It's like, all right, yeah, I get it, man. You the Christian out your whole clique. I get that part. But it's like, uh, eventually God going to surround you around some people that's, you know, living that life life. So, but man, check out his stuff, dude. I don't know to. his numbers. I don't, I, I think he. I think when he first came out, he I, I don't know. He talks about it in songs like he used to come at the like the major, you know, media producer uh, pushers of Christian music. And I think they like didn't do him the right way. They even may have like some of them may have banned him. I don't know. He got a whole little story, but That's I don't think he Christian gets the publicity. <laughs> like, Rapzilla slighted me, huh? man. I felt that way. And it wasn't even true. I'm like, man, Rapzilla ain't showing no love. I'm like, no, I'm just not that good yet. <laughs> We all done went through that phase, man. Well, what you do, you like to compare. Yeah, exactly. You compare yourself to who they're pushing out there. Yeah. And and you can't do that, man. Yeah, Andy Minio. No, you straight. Andy Minio put it the best way, man. Far too often, rap is a competitive sport, man. And so, like, when you feel like, oh, man, I can make make better music than so-and-so, and and y'all pushing him, you might as well push my music if you're going to push this. But... That's just how competitive it is. And that's how, like, lacking of self-awareness we are. So, like, we be like, man, you pushing this garbage. My stuff better than this. And sometimes that ain't true. It's like, sometimes 
our junk don't be better than what we think it is. We just really overly confident. It's just like basketball players. They super confident. They think, you know, Jimmy Butler get on the, on the court. He think he the best on the court, even when LeBron on the court. It's just that arrogance and that You would confidence. say Jimmy Butler, man. You know I don't like that, man. <laughs> hey, shout out I like Jimmy him, Butler. but I don't. <laughs> hey. Oh man, Shout you got anything, Jimmy Butler? Man, whatever. You got anything else to add on this topic? Uh, anybody? Anybody else? I, I think my list is solid. Your list. I, I, I didn't mess with John Keith for personal reasons. I think some of his uh, visuals sort of threw me off a bit. Um, really? Like the dyed the blonde hair. Actually. I was just watching him. I think it was through Beliefs YouTube. He was doing some short film, which oh, I, I think that. the dude can act. Low key. Oh yeah, he can act. I yeah, seen like ten minutes so. of it. Then, yeah, I don't know what was happening. Courtney was like, "What is this?" I'm <laughs> like, I, "I don't know." I just turned on YouTube and started watching. Oh yeah, you but gotta finish. That. I think I need to listen to more of his stuff. I think mm-hmm. uh, the visuals turned me off. But as far as music, I, I, I can't. I can't even really come at at the dude because. I ain't heard his stuff. I mean, so yeah. I recently seen some stuff with him leaving, you know, King's Dream or whatever. I don't know the man. So there's still a lot of yeah. younger dudes that I got to un- unravel, but I never heard his stuff. And then you had KB, you had Bizzle, you had No Big Deal. And then who was your fifth? Um, uh, did you say you Andy? Had, uh, I got Andy in there too. Oh, Andy. Andy's the legend. There's That's no way legend. you can. I mean, he's like the Kobe. He's like the Kobe of, uh, he, uh, should I say Kobe? Is that too much credit? He's the Jimmy Butler. Nah, 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 nah. man, that's dirty. <laughs> nah, he, he got Kobe's rings. He got rings bad. to his name. So he's the, I like, huh? I like Kobe. I like the Kobe. I like the Kobe analogy, but my problem is that I like he's the Kobe the John analogy. Stockton. How about that? John Stockton. Why? Cause he white. <laughs> that's <laughs> hilarious. Cause he good for getting features and stuff. He's Andy puts know. together he, good music, I man. I love Andy. I just wanted to make sure I pay him respect. I, that's good. That's good. That's good. Cause he is he is consistent. I don't know if his music is consistent with my taste, but he is consistent for sure. That makes sense. All righty. So that was a little fun topic we had to throw out there. So in conjunction with all of this CHH talk. Um, I know lately what has been the topic of a lot of news media sources has been obviously one of the greats, the legend, the Hall of Famer, Lecrae, when it comes to Christian rap. Um, I don't believe that he was a forefather. Um, I don't think he was a, you know, uh, I mean, he did pave a lot of ways for certain things, but I don't believe he was the one. He's not the founder. He is not the. Right. You know, he he may he, I would consider him maybe like a reformist in a sense, because, I mean, the guys I was listening to prior to Lecrae um, could get m- way more credit for just making this thing blow up, making this thing evolve in the way it has. But the topic at hand is what is the real reason that people hate Lecrae? I mean, even how you just heard in my my connotations of him, it almost uh, like I consider him the MJ or the Kobe of CH. I would consider him like the Kobe or the top five of CHH, right? Like the Kobe, the MJ possibly. And I, for me, my personal reasons why people hate Lecrae so much is because he's just always sitting at the top. His fame, his um, 
his mentality, his grind. You know, people get tired. People got tired of the Lakers because they were winning so much. People got tired of the Warriors because it's like, oh, here they go again. You know, it's <laughs> like eventually you get to this mindset where it's like, all right, people want to see the underdogs win. But with Lecrae right. just going as hard as he has for so long, people have just categorized him as the GOAT. And they're just like, all right, dude, like you didn't did your thing. You the GOAT. But I'm going to hate on you um, because one, it's a way of building my platform. Right. When people hate haters, when they when they hate on things, it. it helps build their platform. Right. And so people come at Lecrae like we've seen recently in news because it helps build their platform. People love the negativity. People love to uh, 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 shine off of other people's names. I mean, people love to come up off that. And, you know, as tough as I've been on Lecrae, I don't like that idea of, you know, coming up off his name because, dude, he's just I mean, I watch his interviews. I watch his YouTubes. The dude is just he pretty solid. I mean, it ain't no. Like he dealt with his stuff. He family, right. man. I mean, the dude is solid and he likes to grind. There's like no reason to hate on the man. You know what I mean? Exactly. But I think one people hate, they hate him because he's the goat, one of the goats. And then two people hate him because they want to build a name off of him. Mm-hmm. But three, I think we should talk about this because there is, there was a growing interest in how faithful to the things of the Lord Lecrae was. And that's a touchy subject. And I had to pray over this and talk to myself about this. Like, dude, like you can't be hating on some dudes you don't really know, man. Like, and and so even me and you have had these conversations. I said to myself, time would tell if the approach that Lecrae was taking would hold up. Time would tell. Like if you're doing the things of the Lord, I mean, it'll come to fruition. It'll be shown, you Mm -hmm. know, the, you know, like the light will expose the darkness. But if you're on dirt, if you on, if your heart's not, even if his approach was off, if his heart was in the right place and he honestly believed these things, some things may have crumbled, but I felt like God would have still been lifted up through it because his heart was in the right place. And that's what I feel about Lecrae. Like, even if his approaches don't align with my theology, don't align with my train of thought, don't allow with like my massive worldviews, the dude is an educated man. And I think that he takes super logical, uh, pragmatic ways of looking at things, which I do a lot of times, too. Like when it comes to my train of thought, like, look, I don't want to argue. I don't want to fight. I don't want to come off divisive. I want to fix the situation at hand. And I don't think fixing the situation at hand is becoming a radical for uh, certain topics. And so, you know, I think. You know, on, on to that point, I think that he has gotten a lot of slack and people are honestly just concerned with how faithful they believe he is. But I think I think time has told on him and it has shown that, look, he's a solid dude. He may not be a, 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 a how do I say that? I think he has the spirit of God, but I, he may not be on the altar crying out, you know, shouting in tongues all over the church. But the dude is coming to church every Sunday. You see what I mean? So I, I think people take. hate him for a, an array of different things. I think the three that I summed up are some of the most common ones. Um, and that last point for sure was the one of the more common ones. People are just concerned with his faith. You know what I mean? Like how you out here claiming to be a Christian rapper when you saying this and that, just almost putting words in the man's mouth. And it's like, all right, let's take a step back, evaluate this man. Let's let time tell. Let's pray for him. Obviously, <laughs> you know, as Christians, let's pray for this man. And um, let's, let's, let's let this man, you know, 
do what he does and what it's his life at the end of the day. Right. I mean, and you know, he, like I said, he may not be speaking in tongues, casting out devils, street preaching, you know, but he's coming to church every Sunday and I think he's saved and he's got the spirit of God. So that's your thought. What are your thoughts on him, man? Why do people hate Lecrae so much? <laughs> man, why do people hate Lecrae? There's a lot of reasons to hate him, and I'm not saying valid reasons, so let me get that cleared up, because that sound, I don't want nobody to take that sound bite and be like, there's a lot of reasons to hate the man. But no, one, you you gave a good one. He's successful, and he's been mm-hmm. successful, but the thing is, he's been successful doing it, and you know, I don't want to say his way as if he was doing it outside of God's way, but he's been doing it his way, pretty much. He owns a mm-hmm. label, which is the biggest in the Christian hip-hop space. Got a building in Atlanta, studio in Atlanta that many artists frequent and come to. And, like, it's, you know, amazing. I mean, he got things that a lot of people don't got. And a lot of people, for some reason, I don't know what it is in our, you know, in the space of not just Christian hip-hop, but just uh, the church, period. But we have this weird anxiety when it comes to people when they make money (laughs) off of what they do for God or have done for God. Like, it's this weird dynamic where, like, basically, and I don't know if it's a denominational thing. I don't know if it's a misunderstanding of the word, but people have a huge issue whenever you make money. And whenever it seems like you have money um, and if you, for whatever reason, are not as on fire as they want you to be at a given time or at least come off that way, because I think my introduction to Lecrae was around when he released what was the album um not rebel i didn't i wasn't there during that era but um or was i i forgot what the album was called but uh gravity that's the album gravity was when i first you know learned about lecrae so that's right when he was making the shift into like i guess a more i guess a more generalized christian rap type of approach where it wasn't as explicit whereas the albums before, I mean, the project before that, you got, you know, I could play the background. You got all these songs that are just like anthems. And you had um, New Shalom. You got Riding with the Top Down, listening to Jesus music. All of this stuff is like mm-hmm. anthems for like the Christian space. But what ended up happening was they were really big anthems in the Reformed uh, Christian space, especially. And there was really a time where like that Reformed, approach, you know, doctrine and things was really prevalent i think in christian hip-hop and with that came a lot of expectations and it really was cultural expectations from a lot of the mm-hmm. our white brothers and sisters who are reformed they had this toxic toxic understanding of the gospel and like god and like his people and the reason why i, call, I don't say it's toxic across the board i don't think everyone that's reformed is like this or everyone that is calvinist is like this but what, one of the things that I think was prevalent is you need to suffer for the gospel. You call, you know, and I think one legit criticism that you can have of Lecrae is and reach records is when they made that shift with their website and they started to kind of water down and dilute their approach. And now when you're at the top and I'm not criticizing, I I don't think it was wrong for them to do it, but when you are at the top and you've branded yourself up to this point as reach the name of the place is called reach that means reaching people reach records yes. and then you are branded as unashamed 
Romans 1. Yeah, exactly. Romans 1 16. When you brand yourself, when you have um, when you have lyrics where you're saying, you know, you know, Lord, let me die if I don't preach the gospel in a song and you go from that to I don't want to be called a Christian rapper. Lecrae has to take responsibility for the fact that if we want to keep it a buck, his PR just wasn't there. If he, but he, but I will give him credit because he made that decision and took a lot of punches and took a lot of, uh, he took some shots for it because of that. Now we can flourish like people that who don't necessarily want to be explicit in their approach with it, because there is a place for that. Like, like if I'm being real, like, you know, when I met you, if you, if we met and it was all gospel, you need to accept the gospel. You need to live the life of Jesus Christ. If it was, if that's how you approached me, then we probably wouldn't be friends or I probably would have never came to church. But no, nah, I met you out on the, we was hooping on the courts and you took interest. You were reaching out. You're like, Hey man, you know, let's, let's kick it. And this was before I was really just living like a perfect and I'm not still not it, but like before I was like, good, I still was you know, cussing and junk and slipping up around whatever you know like i was i was me i was still me at the time but but my whole point is saying that is a lot of artists there is some wisdom in not being all like riding with my top down listening to jesus music or talking about all these things that like this theological rap most people that goes above their heads if you're not in the space and so it has no evangelical purposes where you can reach people there's no evangelism then you're just preaching to the choir essentially that's like me preaching to a church full of saved people and saying, you all need to be saved. Well, my um, hope would be if there are sa- that the vast majority are saved, at least in a church. I'm preaching to the choir. It's only going to be a few that I can reach that aren't saved in that context. But my point is people. But the way that it was done, it came. It was a it was like a really the shock value of it was really huge. So like people didn't really know how to respond to like Lecrae and reach records changing up their branding changing up their marketing changing up their message in such a drastic watering down way regardless of what they you know it's a paradigm of course but you can't really deny the fact no one can really deny the fact that they watered it down it's just a matter of was it a bad thing that they watered it down or not and i would say that it wasn't a bad thing that they did it i think that it was a bad thing and how they did it. it it needed to be marketed better and it needed to be explained what their effort was and maybe and there could be an argument and i've heard this argument too it's like well if you put all your cards out there and say hey we're trying to reach the world if you if you gotta say it all explicitly then you're probably not going to be able to do it like if i have to go out and say yeah i water down my music so they're non-christian isn't that if i have to talk about it a lot then those people it's like i'm giving away my secret to those people and they're not gonna it's not gonna be effective because i'm giving away the bait already i'm telling you my secrets that i'm yeah in reality I'm not a, I'm not trying to reach. I'm reaching down to be like, I don't care what nobody say. Like we say this in a church space, but we like, you know, I'm trying to go down to someone else's level. This isn't that. But that comes off the wrong way. It puts us up at a higher level in whatever respect. And I think the heart and this is where I think we have to realize as the church when we and I talked about this in my bashing, stop bashing Lecrae video. But we got to give people grace. We have to understand that not everybody's ministry is our ministry. Some of us don't even have a ministry and got the nerve to tell people what their ministry is. But we all got different ministries and Lecrae is putting in work in his own right. And it's not perfect. He, he disclosed on the Restoration album that he has several shortcomings. 
and he was talking about pill popping and stuff. It was a lot of stuff he was talking about that he fell into as a result of this shift that he, well, it may not have been as a result of the shift, but going through it and taking the brunt of all the criticism and just not being a perfect person and like how, how it affected his marriage and all of that and how real it was and how he needed to be restored because there was a lot of bitterness, brokenness, a lot of hurt. And we didn't even talk about the racial aspect of it where like when he started to talk about black things that were happening in you know, the black community, like that criticism. So he really was going through it and he didn't really have any, many people that can lift him up. But such is the case when you're at the top. You can talk to all the mega church pastors yeah. and the people who have huge audience. Like I think about T.D. Jakes and like how many shots he's taken over the years, but like how you, you wouldn't even be able to really think about it, like, or guess that like he's probably dealt with as much. Like you don't even hear much about maybe I don't know, Jeff, you can clarify that. I'm speaking a little bit. I could speak out of turn because I'm just not in Texas, but like it could be some negative things. But like, man, for the most part, it would appear outside looking in. Like I don't see a lot of controversy surrounding T.D. Jakes and he does movies like he was in a movie just uh that i was just watching with camille they had some faith ties in it but like man like it was some cussing in here and there and like it was some recklessness in it and he was acting in the movie it was his movie i think but my point is he gets criticized but the way he handles it and the way it's all kind of approached you just kind of take it in it's not it's not nearly what you would think what are your thoughts so to that comparison T.D. Jakes is a wordsmith, so he can, you know, f you know, use his words to fight his way out his back. Lecrae is not like you mentioned. Lecrae, oh, he's yeah. not a wordsmith. He and his publicists or his PR, they they weren't either. I think for those that honestly have shown Lecrae grace, like my dude, we talking about the man because he wanted the greats, right? Let's right. let's not, you know, we're super right. critical of the man because he is one of the greats. I love Lecrae, man. I man, I've been to. Um, I went to a concert, I think it was called Restored or Restoration or one of those names. Um, may have been named Unashamed. I forget what it, you know, all tour. his tours be named Unashamed. Yeah. <laughs> and I caught him in uh <clears throat> in Dallas at UTA. And um, dude, I love Lecrae, man. I mean, I love Reach, I love one one, I mean, I love Andy, I love Trip. I think for those that have shown Lecrae grace, they have seen that his heart's in the right place. A lot of us, like myself, you know, we wish, I wish that, I mean, come on, man, Lecrae, you you older than me, and you got an album called mm -hmm. Restoration. I get it. We all are in different, you know, walks in our, you know, walk with Christ. But man, dude, like, we want to see your family, we want to see your kids grow. Like we want to see you evolve. Like you talking about restoration, you a man that's been chasing God for longer than I have. You know what I mean? And so it's like, you know, that's why I've been a huge proponent of time would tell because it's like, all right, maybe your approach didn't work. Maybe you can get back right. Like you, like you even having one of your songs with 1K Few, get back right. I had to get back right. Maybe you can get back right and start and lay the foundation over again. And find you some people that love you, that support you. Get back mm -hmm. to family roots. Find you an accountability partner and it not be through a mega church pastor. You know what I mean? You know, and so because I personally think like, dude, you should be out here. Like you should be like, I know you in the streets, like you say, and I know you preaching that gospel like you say. But man, you know, it's like 
I'm, I just have what I could judge from your fruits. And I feel that, man, you should be like, like even Paul talks about, you know, we'll move on from milk and we'll start eating from the meat of the word. And I just get to thinking to myself, like, dude, it, it almost sometimes looks like you're still drinking from milk. And I know you're not, but it just looks that way. And, um, you know, I, I just would rather you be eating from milk, uh, uh, eating from meat at times, you know, is, is, is my own personal thoughts. Um, I hope I'm not coming off too critical of the man. I love Lecrae. I just think that, man, we've seen him for so long. We want to see the evolution. We want to see, we wanted to see you evolve into, you know, I wanted to see you evolve into something great um, and, you know, super solid and super thorough. And um, sometimes I don't feel that way. Um, those are my personal thoughts. So mm-hmm. I, I think we, and part of it is probably because, he does interviews. He is out and about. Um, but I don't know if he's as transparent as we want him to be. And that's really what it boils down to. We just yeah. don't know the man and he may not be as transparent as we want him to be. And that's his prerogative. Yeah. He does what I he wants to do. I think that's exactly it. A grown man who's still with his wife, who raising a family, you know what I mean? Like who's still grinding and taking care of his. We can't hate on that part. Um, but you know, as far as like what we've got to see from Lecrae, man, I just wish, you know, we could see, you know, just him taking it up a notch, um, you know, and helping these young brothers and sisters out here, you know, with the Mm -hmm. things of the gospel. I think Lecrae is very shrewd. Don't, don't ever underestimate how shrewd of an operator he is. He, every decision Lecrae makes is very well calculated. Now, granted, like his interview on DJ Vlad, where he kind of how he kind of hopped around the topic of LGBT, like all that. And like, that wasn't a good look for him. I wish he hadn't done for that. Like the whole interview in and of itself wasn't bad, but man, he took a big black eye with that Vlad interview. I don't think just for that one clip alone, like, I don't think he handled that right because, and this is the area that we deal with. And we're talks against the grain and we both dabble with this. Like what we were talking about, um, gender reassignment and like certain topics like it's kind of scary in a sense because you know we want to be real but we also have that aspect where we know like okay being real comes with a cost and on top of being real coming with a cost mm-hmm. not coming off as empathetic and not coming off as you know letting somebody take one of your sound bites and run with it can really hurt you i'll never forget this but like jackie hill perry was invited i think to go to like speak at harvard and to talk about, um, I don't even know if it was even pertaining to, because she had released a book called Gay Girl, Good God, but there was a lot of backlash. Mm-hmm. People were protesting her coming to the church because of her. They, well, for some reason, they were twisting some of her views to say that she believed in um, some type of like uh, gender conversion therapy or like some type of rac- radical type of stuff that they sometimes put on Christians who believe that God can um, deliver them from, you know, queerness or homosexuality and things like that. So they were interpreting mm-hmm. her to say like she was on some gender therapy type stuff or whatever. Some reckless. They were really protesting her in a savage way. It was crazy the backlash that she was getting all because she was testifying of how God changed her life. And so, but yeah. standing firm on it, she could just, she, she didn't have to write the book. She didn't have to do none of that, but the boldness to do it, knowing that it's going to be a blessing to other people. And I think that's what Lecrae runs into because he's in circles of people like John Legend and so on and so forth, who are probably leaning more left on liberal, who 
probably would be you can associate with a lot of the crowds that are for like Joe Biden and other people who are for abortion, who are for same sex marriage, who are for, um, you know, people, you know, gender is fluid, you know, and as far as like, you, you know, whether you identify yourself as man or woman. So like because of some of the people that he's connected with in those spaces and because he has love for those people. They may not all be saved, but he has love for them as far as their humanity. I think it's very hard for him to draw a line and speak respectfully. Like you said, T.D. Jakes does a great job. And I don't know how T.D. Jakes be the way that he communicates things. Like he doesn't have to answer. He won't even answer the question, but he'll say it. He'll speak in such a way about it to where you like, oh, man, I never looked at it that way. And you forget that you were asking him a pretty black that. and white question. Yeah, I do that because you, I don't want, and I'm no, obviously, I mean, I'm no TD Jakes. I have no fame at all, but I mean, just from the little, you know, people that, that I interact with on a day-to-day basis, I mean, like, you know, we do Bible studies and recently somebody challenged my, you know, my stance on um, waiting pretty much just, you know, waiting to get married, waiting to have sex until you get married. And they sort of like, and I talked about living with the person and knowing your limits. And, you know, I was challenged on that recently. And I found myself like, <laughs> like just wordsmithing my way out of that situation. And I think you got to be a bad dude. Like TD, dude, <laughs> TD Jakes has been on the breakfast club. I'm sure he's been on Oprah and all the oh other main goodness. channels where they ask him those challenging questions and he's he wants that. I mean, he wants yeah. all of it. Yeah, that <laughs> I love TD Jakes. I don't care what nobody say. People be calling TD fakes and stuff. But I don't care what nobody say. Dude, TD I heard Jakes somebody is... say that he drinks Crown Royal. Like when I moved to Texas <laughs> is when I heard all the hate come out. For t- I'm like, this is your this is DFW's finest. Like hey, this is I... your people. Hey, for, for all intents and purposes, I hope that ain't true with the Crown Royal. <laughs> Dude, they were pretty adamant about it, bruh. Like, they pulled up some sources and was like, yeah, this is who told me this. They like, That's yeah, he funny. drinks Crown Royal. <laughs> hey, I ain't got no comment on that, man. I ain't got no comment. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, man. But to wrap this up, man, Lecrae, we love you. Um much respect. We wouldn't the genre wouldn't be where it's at if we didn't have people like yeah. you and what you did with Reach Records. Much love. I, my only criticism I will say is I think you put yourself in bad situations and I think you need to control your narrative. And he's doing that. I was gonna say to, to respond to what you were saying. I think he's doing all the things you mentioned now. Like he has a YouTube. He's talking about things. Yes. Now and I still think he's a little too general. He needs. I think he got. I think yeah. he got to get a little. He got to firm up. A little bit more as far as like honesty, because he's in an era now where ain't nobody trying to like T.D. Jakes is a wordsmith, but Lecrae isn't. You can't get away with this general stuff. You got to be a little bit more upfront. You don't have to be against. And I don't feel like Christians, we need to be known for what we are against, but what we are for. But you got to find a way to tighten up yes. like how you speak to some of these things and saying, you know, at the very least being like, you know, I do stand on the Bible and that's, you know, I do believe what the Bible says pertaining to that. But I also have right. enough context to know that 
there is other things than just that. So that's never my sole focus is whether a person has an abortion or not, whether a person is gay or not. That's never my sole focus because I know I've gotten to know people from that community and I have a lot of respect and love for them. But at the end of the day, I have a lot of respect and love for people who have other things that the Bible talks about as well. It's a lot, man. It's such an easy response like that that would get him a long way. But because he doesn't take that approach at times, you'd be looking like, bro, like, right. It, it comes off like, where are you at with, are you really at the right place with this in terms of doctrine? And I don't mm-hmm. believe that's the case. I just think he just doesn't want to offend. Exactly. But he always offends. Somebody always exactly. can take Make a L, though. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All righty. So I feel like topics today are moving quite well. Um, We're moving seamlessly through a lot of these, um, you know, just discussions. And we want to move into our last topic on today. And that is my issue with the name CHH as a genre. (laughs) For those that are unfamiliar, the word, um, the, the, the CHH, usage is it stands for uh christian hip-hop right now for you that are just uh you know new to chh for you for you that are new to christian hip-hop keep in mind the genre hasn't always been named uh um, christian hip-hop right it it hasn't always it's fluctuated and even now we don't really even delve we don't even really have genres like that more so like when i was going on spotify i'm like trying to find genre like because of the platforms that we use nowadays i'm not even quite sure that it's even categorized as a genre like that i know we use those types of terms um because it's easier to classify a christian that is a rapper uh, and that's in mm-hmm. that space but like when you go on spotify like i can't even find genres like christian hip-hop i just see christian music and maybe i'm not on spotify that much but i mean like i see christian like i could type in christian rap i can type in christian hip-hop it'll both come up with music it's not really a a way to differentiate the two <laughs> but for the idea itself my issue with Christian hip hop is I think that it was it's a stance that is uh, built on a feeble foundation. It's a stance. It's an idea that's built on a secular worldview that is just hard for me to rock with. Like hip hop in and of itself is an entire lifestyle like and like some of not not the founders, but like the forerunners of hip hop have completely like contorted. And, and here's a here's a good thing to know as well. Sometimes when you can't really put um, um, a name to something or you can't really put a fact to something, the spirit is able to give you a discerning spirit about things. It's able to give you an easy feeling about things, a peaceful feeling about things or an unsettling and an unpeaceful thing about things. And I feel that hip hop over the time, over the course of the years that I've been alive and listening to rap and hip hop, the lifestyle has been more secular. It has been more worldly than it has been for the good, right? It's really hard to do. And I know these people are doing good. I know there's a great lifestyle things that come with hip hop, but 
it's hard to really see somebody twerking. It's really hard to hear somebody selling drugs and, you know, talking about drugs, talking about killing, talking about handling guns, every other lyric and, you know, demeaning the women. It's hard for me to really rock with that as a whole when it comes to the name hip hop. And so when we stamp Christian hip hop to it, if you all didn't know this by now, but real hip hop people, they laugh at Christian hip hop. Like I've heard comedians say this. I've heard uh, hip hop artists say this. Like I even know that they may even be familiar with some of the, the Christian rap songs out right now, but they mock it. They think they, they're la- and, and why do they do that? They do that because they know it's like, no, 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 no. This is what we do. We pop pills. We drink lean. This is our lifestyle. You're going to put Christian over it. And so I heard some comedians recently actually talk about the idea of how they went to a party and they came in there and they heard some Christian rap and they was bobbing their heads. They was they was trying to talk to all the women. They was trying to have sex, this, this, that and the other. And then they heard the name God in it. Then they heard the then they heard the gospel being preached out of it. And it it messed them all up. It was like, what's happening? What's (laughs) going on? Like, I didn't know whether to be angry and and spiteful and, and hurt somebody and holler at all these women. Or I didn't know whether to fall on my knees and give God the glory. You know, it was confusing. <laughs> and so my main issue with it is it has been built on a foundation that is too uh, opposite of the things of God. And my solution for it would be to go back to the old ways of making genres. If you like Bizzle, I think he even tried to coin his own genres like truth music. Like, I think there's many artists that fall under that or gospel rapper. I think there's many artists that fall under that or Christian rapper. I think there's just many people that would consider themselves Christians, but their art just has more of a priority or, you know, whatever the case may be. But to say Christian hip hop, I think for me, it's uneasy. I realize that there are a handful of, you know, good rappers that are in hip-hop i think chance is a good dude um i think kanye is a good dude i don't know if we've pulled him into christian hip-hop or not yet but i think (laughs) as far as people that are christians that are in hip-hop i think you know chance i think i think these are good dudes um and but i don't think that and, and so like you've heard me say with our last topic with lecrae i think time would tell and i think time has told on it on on a lot of folks already i i don't think that hip hop was the right name selection i don't think it was the right naming convention for christian rappers <clears throat> and i would much rather see christian rapper or truth music martyr music christian you know gospel rapper however you want to call it but i just don't subscribe to the idea of christians stamping their name over hip-hop because they don't care for us and i don't know why we care about them so much that's an interesting take i mean very interesting take that I disagree with like so much <laughs> in that. <laughs> I don't think it was a. I ain't gonna even lie. I don't think it was a single thing I agreed with actually. <laughs> okay, but I respect it because I know where you're coming from with it. What I would say is, it's a conversation. It's a Bible conversation to start with, as far as like the paradigm. It doesn't mean that your 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 approach and view of it is wrong but it doesn't mean it's absolute i think to the conversation of whether or not hip-hop should be you know christian should be added to hip-hop like 
And so it's a lot of paradigms that we have to address with it. So my first question, and you know, if you could just answer this for me, this will kind of help me figure out how to approach this. What I'm going to say after is, do you believe that hip hop is redeemable? That would be my first question. Yes, I do. Okay. So if you believe hip hop is redeemable, my next question would be, do you believe there are examples of Christian Christians redeeming hip hop that you would say that that would lead you to stay in stance to be like, okay, I'm hopeful that this can be a thing. I think just rappers like, you know, just doing their thing, um, letting their light shine, just, you know, doing, you know, just letting their light shine. I think that in of itself um, is is hope enough to allow a lot of these hip hop artists to say, okay, well, this man ain't talking about drugs. This man ain't talking about women. This man ain't talking about the H word (laughs) um, women. Um, So, I mean, I think it's redeemable in that aspect. Yeah. And I think it, you know, it could be won over. Hmm. Okay. So when you were talking, the scripture that came to mind, and this is why I disagree, but respect your view. And I don't know the great exact scripture is off top, but where the Bible talks about essentially like, if you, if there's something that you are into that may rub somebody else the wrong way, just being respectful about it in a way to where you maybe don't approach it to them, but it doesn't, or don't look down at this, but you can have your own view about it. So like, for example, so you had the Gentiles who were eating uh, the bread that, or they were eating food that they were eating the animals that were sacrificed unto idols and whatnot, or so on and so forth. And they had no conscience about it. Like there was nothing wrong with Mm -hmm. them in their mind. It was nothing wrong. And you know what? A lot of Jews had issues with it. Some other people who were, you know, a lot of Gentiles were like, you're eating this food that sacrificed the idols. You're not supposed to be doing that anymore. But some people were like, I'm just eating. You know, it's not a big deal to me like that. And I know we've had conversations about food. And this is actually, a, this is somewhat of a response to the conversations that we've had about like food that is made and prepared for like certain idols and things like that. Because we had a conversation about that months ago. But Apostle Paul gave a very interesting response to them. And his response was, well, if in your conscience, and he spoke to the conscience, if in your conscience you feel that this is wrong to eat of the animals, like if you feel like it's something that's just extremely wrong to eat the animals that were to be sacrificed to idols and so on and so forth, then don't do it if you feel like it's wrong. But if you don't feel it's wrong, and it's just food for you, and you don't have that level, that conviction isn't a negative aspect of your walk with God, then go on with what you're doing, you know, but obviously don't do so in a way that's going to offend or cause someone else to stumble or affect someone else. And so that's how I feel about the conversation of kind of how you present it christian hip-hop there's a lot of baggage from hip-hop and there's some negative associations but that is such is the case with most genres and sure not every genre is like there is christian rock there is christian pop but there isn't like maybe it's not always delineated some of it is just kind of i think it's kind of all amalgamated into christian contemporary music maybe maybe it's all under that banner more so and we just don't see it that way consistently 
but there are there is Christian rock and there's Christian heavy metal, which again, in my personal convictions, I'm I don't when we whenever I went to Winter Jam and we hear that to me that junk do sound I do think of it like man this kind of sound evil man I ain't gonna even lie like I can't think of uh I can't think of pleasant sounds that praise God and then I'm thinking I associate those sounds with like a darkness like an edge and this and that. That's just me, but it, I'm not saying it is dark, but I'm saying that's what I've associated with it, and it is some associations with that in the, from a secular sense, in a mainstream sense. But that's why I asked you if you felt that it could be, is hip-hop was redeemable, because if there is redemptive purposes to it, then that in and of itself allows for that door, I feel like, for it to be a thing. Now, what I would also throw out there is just because I believe it could be a thing, that doesn't mean we can't disagree with some of the results of the genre Christian hip hop being a thing. Um, because I do think it's gotten, I think the biggest issue was it, it was hip hop is a black genre, but Christian hip hop was mainly birthed with the intention of like to gain audience from people that are not, you know, black that you know, white people, basically white Christian youth groups and so on and so forth. Like, it wasn't really geared toward people like us, which is why we didn't know about a lot. Well, yeah. you did. You knew about it, but I didn't know. About it. I never heard a Christian rap song. The the closest thing to a Christian rap songs that I would hear was Tupac and DMX and <laughs> rappers talking about God. Like Rakim had a song called right. like, "Who Is God?" After or I forget what it is, and that song was the closest song to. It wasn't even Christian, but it was just talking about religion, but like religious rap. I'm used to regular hip hop doing that. You know, that that's I, I hear what you're saying. So let me explain my point just a little more. So I, I think the reason, like to your point, and how you think, you know, Christian rap has been more catered towards, you know, like Christian hip hop has been more catered towards like whites and, you know, uh maybe evangelicals. I think it's because that hip hop has evolved into such a lifestyle to where the forerunners of hip hop, the KRS-1s, the the LL Cool J's, the Nas's, those people are now like self-proclaimed like five percenters, which if you're unfamiliar with that, it's they are their gods. They are gods. You know what I mean? And so, you know, five percenters believe that the blacks are gods. And I think it's become so... Um, color based um to where that this is black folks's and that's ours and now there's a whole religion built behind it which if i'm not mistaken is five percent and um you know like krs1 was a huge proponent of that and that is why it's been difficult for me to really move on the idea of stamping our christian name over hip-hop when hip-hop has its own religion Hip hop has its own culture, which obviously, I mean, name me one, maybe two, maybe three hip hop artists that are, you know, like not about that life of demeaning women, doing drugs, doing, you know, like. I hear you. My issue I have with that is if we go by the background of the people that were proponents of it, that pushed it, pushed the envelope forward, then we it's a lot of things that we'd have to look at and do the same thing with. So like, for example, Christianity, look up Constantine, his salvation experience is very questionable. If you study the history of that, 
it come it, it almost comes off like he didn't actually have a radical experience with God, but instead he wanted to make that the religion from a power's perspective to re- regain power over his you know the people. So you can make an argument. Well, he wasn't even really a man of God. You can say like with King James, I was hearing all. I forgot what I was hearing about like with the King James, like all type of wow stuff mm-hmm. of him and stuff like. And as far as like um, trying to create an image, you know, of like a white, a white Jesus and like all type of crazy stuff that you can associate with the faith in and of itself. So you so you could even argue, OK, the origin of the word Christian came from a place. It was actually an insult. It was used to insult and it was yeah, taken as a badge. Term, yeah. of, exactly. It was taken as a badge of honor. But so many people have tainted the name and it's been so many people that have assumed the name Christian, white supremacist, KKK and stuff, why well, even go back Christian? And some people actually do have that and say that. Like it was a rock star JT recently. He's a rapper in the Christian space. He was saying like, I don't even want to be called a Christian no more. I'm a follower of the way, which is what the original church was saying. Don't even call me a Christian. And what I'm saying is it's a, what you're saying makes sense, but it's a slippery slope. Because it's a lot of things you can do that for, and I think people will have a legit justification for that. So, so my point is, like, I, to, to try to answer you, your first question was, is, do you do I think it's redeemable? Yes, the way I think it's redeemable is through another means of going at it. Like, I don't think yeah. we have to stamp our name to redeem it. Like, I don't think we have to jump I into Hollywood. You to get demons out, you know, to, to, to get, um, you know, to get our Christian presence into Hollywood. Like, I think there are other means of going about it. I think we could just continue to live our lives the way we have been preaching unadulterated truth, not compromising and not, you know, settling to, cause a lot of the, the reason, and the reason this is my issue is because a lot of the things, a lot of the music, a lot of the way the genre has been shifting, it has been shifting for a more secular I- idea than it has been for good. And we have cutthroat, you know, non-compromising artists out there that are striving to redeem it, to, that are striving to pull this thing back. But man, it's tight. So it sounds like you agree with Lecrae's approach of just not going by it then essentially which is one of the big things he took a lot of um flack for sounds like you actually agree with that like we know i'm a rap yeah I'm but a rapper. but but lecrae yeah we ain't never heard lecrae you know come at the name hip-hop like the way i have lecrae is you know he he because he can't you know what i mean like he would be i don't think he can there's I don't a think part he of me believes that, that though though that's the thing like i think your view of hip-hop and so that's the one thing i haven't addressed let me quickly your view of hip hop is your view of hip hop from the perspective of it being like a religion. And that was kind of, I think that's the G. Craig Lewis flaw where he's viewing something from the perspective of a religion, but not understanding the culture. Uh, he don't even understand black culture. And I'm not saying all this toxic, the, the toxic things you mentioned are black culture, but you have to understand where that toxicity. And this is where I think we fall short a lot of times is we don't understand where the toxicity comes from. We, if you like, if you are from the, the places where a lot of these people are and the dysfunction and the sabotaging of these communities and things, which is when we talked about systematic racism, rap was a means of escape. And it, was, it wasn't always glorifying of these things, but it also is a 
kind of like an amalgamation of a lot of dysfunctional things that were happening in there. And it was a lot of storytelling of these things. But in addition to all of that, when you understand the people and the culture, then you can understand. And yeah, some of those people, you know, have gotten into weird stuff like five percenters or like black Hebrew Israelites that don't not the um, ones that believe in the Messiah and things like that. All I'm saying is that's a can of worms that I don't think that doesn't really define hip hop is I think we can't let just I think we can't let the toxic things define hip hop. I think we can look at the empowering things of hip hop, like making something out of nothing. Like they were scratching discs that were used in the, you know, like the stuff, the way that they, it actually came to be is pretty amazing because it came out of nothing. So that's there are a lot of redeeming, even if you're not looking at it from a faith perspective, there's a lot of redeeming factors of hip hop that you could focus on rather than just what individuals in hip hop did. And that's kind of where my pushback is for you. So like individuals don't necessarily set the tone for it. It's more so about what you choose to make. It's like, yeah, the culture, what you choose to make of like, I don't have to take, that's why Christian hip hop is dope because we're choosing to take the elements of hip hop that are redeemable, which is the music, the sound, the um, certain elements of like production, you know, it's just certain things that are taken that are redeemable, but then we're adding in wholesome things and things that are sustainable that actually reflect growth that actually will help people and things like that. And ultimately, we know Jesus is what will do that and the you know faith in him. So that's where I'm coming from with it. I hear where you're coming from, but I think it's too focused on what individuals did and just completely dismissing it. And I think it comes off as more of a a hurt, a, a part, a place of hurt too, because I know these dudes don't care about Christian hip hop right. artists, and it boggles me as one who is a fan, who is a promoter of uh, of Christian music. It boggles me why we would continue just to uh, like what we like you've coined the term masochist effect. The fact that we would go through this masochist effect to just constantly just go through hurt and hurt. Dude, these folks don't care about Christian rappers. They don't listen. They don't care. They talk about Christian rap. And so for me, it's probably from a place of hurt that's like, man, why you want to be a part of something that they don't even care about you? And I get it. I get it because Christians are to be bigger people. We are to be stronger people. And we must know that at the end of the day, we're in this to win souls. And so I get it. I don't believe that hip hop was founded on satanic or demonic principles. I don't think that. But I think the way it has evolved through certain individuals that have, you know, taken a huge stock into the idea of hip hop. I, I think that is why my mind has shifted into that space of, okay, well, we... I understand not wanting to give up on hip hop. I understand that. And I don't, and I'm not trying to pitch that. I think we should, you know, because it is a a black cultural thing that I think must stay within the culture. But I just think somehow, some way we've got to redeem it in such a way to where, dude, and I know it's tight right now, especially in today's society. Like we talked about recently, color identity. You know, do you subscribe more to your color or to your Christian, your Christianity? And so I get it. I know it's going to be tough. I know it's going to be tight, but we got to get back into yeah. this space where, all right, how do we, how, who's going to be the forerunner into making this thing wholesome again? You know what I mean? Who's going to be, and even if you're not preaching Christianity, how can it be a more wholesome trend of music? You know what I mean? It's because yep. that's another thing that I think that leads to more areas within the culture that I think is just a, 
a, a nasty, vicious cycle exactly. on our people. You know what I mean? Like we mm -hmm. can't keep preaching. You know, we can't keep rapping about women cussing uh, drugs and things and think that we're going to be better people. Like I get it. It's fun. I get it. it. It feels good. But like the scripture says, sin is pleasurable before a season. And yeah. so I don't know who, and I think maybe Lecrae tried to take that route. I don't know. I think maybe he's trying currently. I don't know. But I think for me, it would have been more of a, I am not going to compromise with you. Like right. I make good music. I am, I've got my, like Bizzle, I'm trying to speak for Bizzle here because I've watched him for so many years. I've got my own label. I make martyr music. I make music that's wholesome. Guess what? I can out lyric any one of y'all. Guess what? I got beats and productions that sound way better than y'all's. And, and I get it. That sounds like it's competing. But I just, I, I tried to think to myself like, dude, KRS-One, all these East Coast rappers that subscribe to that notion of hip hop being like, you know, also like, mostly yeah, the that's Coast their culture. That right. It's not, that's not everywhere either. Like, yeah. That's only the East, it's really only the East Coast that's really into that 5% or like that type of talk. That outside of that, you see a lot of people who actually, and I'm not saying they're good Christians by any means or have really had a salvation experience. That's between them and God. But a lot of them be thanking God they win the awards. They think they know God to an extent. It's just, have they submitted their lives to God and have they given their lives to him? But no, I think you make some valid points. I think mm -hmm. that that makes a lot more sense. I get where you're coming from. Uh, I think people like Lecrae and others, and I think Lecrae is reversing course. I mean, he leveraged... The opportunity under Columbia and he left Columbia. I think he got the access that he needed to expand. And I think he's expanded what Christians can do on a on a mainstream platform. And I think that's at the end of the day, the goal is always going to be to win souls, even if you know, regardless of how explicit you are in it. But everybody's going to have an approach in it and I think some will take that mainstream. Most people are turning away from that anyway. So what you're saying, as far as the name, is kind of splitting hairs because the actions, like No Big Deal left his label. Lecrae left the label. You know, these are all major labels that they're leaving. I can go on and on. There are other artists that have left labels. I can't think of off top. But we're already starting to see that trend of people. D1 left the label. So, like, people are leaving these labels and starting to do this independent and building from the ground up and taking what they've learned from these labels and taking the access to people that they've got and building up something bigger and having a deeper reach into the world. But the reality is we got to have, we have to be in the conversation of hip hop to really impact it. If we just do our own thing, then we won't be relevant in the grand scheme. Because at the end of the day, we are a sub genre of mainstream hip-hop and there's no way around that because what we're doing is always you can call it whatever you want but it's always going to be a subset of hip-hop even if it doesn't have the words hip-hop in it so that's a paradigm but why like, but why it's a it's a matter of reach you won't reach nearly as many people if you don't you because even when you said gospel rap you didn't just say gospel you said rap you have to distinguish it because that's just how music is consumed there is a and you won't get the reach if you're not able to set you. That's what the whole purpose of genre is. If you don't know what you're looking for, like you can't just throw. If I put my Christian rap song in the gospel section, it completely hinders me from being able to reach fans of rap. And I won't even reach gospel people because when they hear it, they're like, this ain't gospel music. 
if I put it under a category that doesn't belong, then it doesn't. And I get we don't have to get too caught up in should like what do genres mean? Like I don't get too caught up in the genre thing. But what I will say is if it's a, if it's rapping, then it's going to be categorized as hip hop, even if I don't call it that. That's why people who like D one has never called but himself why a Christian hip-hop? rapper. D one has never really called himself a Christian rapper. But he's put in the category of Christian rap, even though he doesn't collaborate with even a lot of Christian rappers. But he's still done it. We sometimes it's out of your control too, and that's the aspect that we got to look at. We can mm-hmm. claim a new name, and that will work if like everybody claims it. But the point is, it's just a matter of who are we trying to reach. And if we call something truth music, then you may not reach. It'll completely obscure from hip-hop to the point where like people who are fans of hip-hop don't even know it exists because that was already an issue so it being when i got saved guess what i was like you know what i finally give christian hip-hop a try i always thought it was trash i'm gonna give it a try so guess what i type in without even knowing it's a genre i type in christian rap christian hip-hop because that's the first thing i go to getting rid of hip-hop would immediately make it to if, if let's say it was truth music and I type in Christian hip hop and nothing come up. Oh, well, I'm gonna keep listening to the music I'm listening to because there is no alternative. But 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 that's the point that I'm trying to make. Hip hop. Look, you've got rap, you've got rock, you've got country, you've got. But when we say hip hop, that now encompasses that now you know broadens the the spectrum. Now you have culture. Now you that's have every looks. genre though. You you might as well if your argument. I feel like hip hop is getting an unfair bias. If that's your argument, it should be across the board for every genre. That's how I feel. Oh well, well, rock. I mean, you know, that's what I'm saying. Like, we'll rock. And, and so, so the point that I'm trying to make. So I do think that a lot of these main industries have been taken over by. Like, I honestly believe that Satan has his hands all over the industry. I just believe that. I believe he's got it in rock. I think he's got it in country. I think he's got it in. And rap, I think he's, but I'm just saying we can call ourselves because that's what you're trying to say. You said hip hop artists always say God anyway. But going back to our video on color versus um, color identity versus our Christianity, like if we're going to say thank you, God, well, then let's start drilling down. Are we Christians? Okay, well, a huge yeah. part of black folks, most of all black culture is some of these so dudes then are closer that's to God than say, we realize. So then you put Christian. Some, huh? of these guys, some of these guys are closer to God than we realize. It's the show. Exactly. And so, like, I, I don't understand the timidness in just playing, okay, Christian at the top, rapper, rock, country. Uh, I don't know. You're just like, I don't understand that part of it. I, I do because I know Satan's hands is all over the industry now. And so that's why I've been trying to think of some, some ways of getting the solutions out there. But it's like... Man, it's like why be so timid? Why be so? Why call it hip hop when we can call it rap? It's the same why, thing. I me, think it's why. because it comes if, with if the culture. A, it comes yeah. with, huh? So if your argument is why not call it Christian I, rap, then I feel you. I'm like fine. Yeah, I agree. I think that's what we can agree. Like, yeah, if hip hop is the issue because of the culture, and that's what you're that's what you associated with, then I'm fine with Christian rap. I don't agree. I don't disagree with that. But I think when I think of hip hop, I'm not thinking about just culture or just the negative culture. I'm thinking about the culture of the sound, not the culture of the because I don't think just because I'm hip hop, I have to act away. And I think 
people are changing that notion. Even people that aren't Christian or outwardly Christian and stuff like Lupe Fiasco showed you don't got to be talking about this, this or that to be hip hop. Childish Gambino mm-hmm. showed that you can be nerdy and kind of corny and still be hip hop. I mean, like it goes on and on. Uh, Kanye showed that and he actually did make a song about Jesus early on in his career. And it showed that like you don't know how to just talk about this, and they'll put us that he got a lot of flack for, it, didn't he? Not well, he, I don't from know. From both sides, he got a lot of flack from the church, but he also got a lot of flack from the world. Why? Because he was in a genre that was built on a culture that has been built over time in a culture that says, "Hold on, that white Jesus you worshiping." People, yeah, people get caught up in like just the how much flack they get because the flack always is louder like it literally be like two or three dudes that diss lecrae and that feel like everybody not everybody coming at lecrae no it's just the fact that two or three people said something loudly it's the people that speak negatively that always get the spotlight but it's a lot more positive things and that's kind of where that's kind of where i'm coming from is i think we let the people who are five percenters or the new york crowd who you know pioneered hip-hop to get all the like get the credit for like oh the negative things but i'm like nah man hip-hop is what you make it if you it's like one of those things if you just don't like the word hip-hop i can't make you like a word it's like it's if you don't like it then i respect that but i don't know that it necessarily is that's not the no most people don't think of hip-hop that way to where it's just that and that's why it should never be used in reference to Christian because it's so evil. No, I don't think people look at it that way to begin with. And I think that's where the disagreement for me is, is I just don't look at it that way. I, I think it can be that, but I think it can be, it, it's good things that can be that. Like, yeah, you can be Christian, but it can be some Christians that do some wild things or people that call themselves Christians that can be very evil people but i don't believe it coincides with the true lifestyle of christians just like i don't believe hip-hop the the at the, the very spirit of hip-hop i don't believe it really was an evil i think it was in having a voice for the voiceless and i think that's very sound with the mm-hmm. bible but just because people did other things with it doesn't take it away and that's kind of my point i mean you know we can go on and on about this i think we both made some valid points i think where we agree is we can there is an opportunity for us to figure out what we want to be and what we want to be seen as. And these are all things on the table. I think we can I think we can work with Christian hip hop personally because I think it makes sense to me. But I think the the door is open, man, for for us to kind of figure out things. So, like, I think it's an open lane for gospel rap again. I think gospel rap has an open lane. So, yeah. Yeah, man. Good talk today. And thanks, everybody, for listening (laughs) to Talks Against the Grain. Look, we hope that you all have received some great insight on today. And uh, we'll see you next time.